0: Well, Dunk's podcast.
1: Big clap, big mood, big energy. Yeah. All, all words. these are words. I <laughs> Do love having a big clap. I'm just kinda trying to put like, World's you know, a mood board together with my words. A mood words? Alright, mood board I don't know for Dragon
2: anymore. Ball Super Superhero. Use your, yeah. use your mood board words starting now.
1: Orange cartoon. Tall tall hair. Hair tall. Chemo's <laughs> 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 back, baby. <laughs> After the murder of Peg- of Maximilian Pegasus by the cowardly Yugi Moto. chemo is back, bitches. There's a lot of big hair in this film. There's just a lot (laughs) of (laughs) big hair and big people. (laughs) And small people. Yeah. Oh, God. I started reading One Punch Man recently. Mm Mm-hmm. I gotta say, there's some crazy hairdos in that that I kind of forgot after watching the... I've seen only season one of the show and, like, half of season two. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just... There's something so goofy about some of the character designs that I absolutely love. <laughs> like, fucking the doctor who made Genos just has the most improbable head. He looks like a mushroom. <laughs> I'm not even like, like not like a penis. Like, some people would be like, oh, he's got like a penis head. Like, no, he just looks like a mushroom. Like, he just gives mushroom vibes. He's a mushroom man. What I love is seeing, because One Punch Man is kind of interesting in that one made a webcomic. That he still makes and still releases for free. Mm-hmm. One can't draw, <laughs> not well.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, he's he well
1: aware has. of this fact. Yeah. So there's also a manga that is then made by another artist who just takes the webcomic and just draws it better, like those jokes and or those things you see on Punches online, it up.
2: Like, one might say.
1: Yeah, it's like one of those like where it's like, hey, my kid drew this drawing, so then I like decided to take a crack it at good. it as like, yeah, it's like that except like I love he reserves the he preserves the integrity of some of the goofiest character designs that one just throws out there
0: <laughs> but just
1: like makes it more detailed and it becomes funnier <laughs> because now all of a sudden it's this super skilled drawing of the worst character design ever <laughs> that becomes super endearing <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so
1: that is what, it's it's a fun manga if you've never read it and also just a uh, Ah, uh, I forget the name of the mangaka who does the manga version of it. He's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous in terms of just his skill as an artist and how he can draw an insanely detailed image and yet also make it feel like fluid and alive. It is unnatural, <laughs> the uh, skill this Yishuke man possesses. Murata. You, yeah, Murata is an incredible artist, and I'm i am I'm sure I'm the first person to say this. No one has said this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, ever. It's an original take. <laughs> Only the hottest of takes here on the World's Strongest Podcast. Yeah, and it also made me realize how much the first, because I'm still in the first season material, because I'm just starting from the beginning. And I am like, oh, he just straight up storyboarded season one too, because like there's, he's very cinematic with how he does frames and everything. And it, I was like, oh, this made it way easier to adapt. Not easier because it still took a lot of art and time, Mm -hmm. but it's like, hey, I laid out the shot, so. (laughs) (laughs) And I did the choreography for you. Shot, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But that's not what we're here to talk about today, is it, Zach? No, we're here on a very special, one might even say super episode of World's Strongest Podcast, where we're talking about the new movie that just came out, baby. Dragon yeah. Ball Super, Superhero. And Chase, what's your opinion on this terrible title?
2: It's fucking bad, dude. I don't know why people Oh, it's a
1: it's an objectively bad title. I will just go ahead and also, say, Also it should up be called top.
2: superheroes. Like yeah. there should be an S at the end of heroes, too. That's all. No.
1: I'm also just gonna say up top, uh, this will be a spoiler review yeah like i'm I'm just gonna give the warning so if you don't want spoilers for the film if you haven't had a chance to see it for whatever reason do you you want to give just our opinions
2: and then be like now leave that's what i was thinking
1: yeah yeah we're just gonna give our like up top opinions and then go into spoilers yeah oh that makes sense yeah A pre-warning, warning warning, then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Warning, opinions are about to start. We might even like drop slight
2: spoilers in our enjoyment of it, just to be like, here's what like the. Because if you're like one of those fuckers who like I don't want to know anything, then just turn the fucking thing off, just leave. Why have you opened? You probably
1: shouldn't have started
2: this to begin with. Yeah, you're (laughs) a weirdo. Get out of here. But now that hey, for those people who are here, hey, we're gonna tell you (laughs) a little bit how we think the film is. And then if you're like that, sold me. I want to go watch it. Go watch it then.
1: Yeah, so let's get into our overalls, I guess, and try to keep it spoiler light. I'm always in my overalls. Yeah. Yeah, I literally don't wear any other kind of pants.
2: I'm wearing sweatpants, because I'm lazy.
1: Ooh. Speaking of overalls, shout out to Goat Charles Martinet in this film, <laughs> uh, voicing the leader of the new Red Ribbon Army. Yeah. Love him. <laughs> Shit, he did a, did do a good job. Oh, yeah.
2: The, <laughs> to, put, to put it like, let's give
1: the overall, instead of like, just... So we're gonna Once we
2: dig in, I'm going to want to talk mm. about it, the character. And I know my yes. brain Oh, yeah, 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 So first of all, I just say, I think this film is good. I don't know if I'd put it as great. I think this is a super fun film. I don't know if yes. this is, like, anything beside. I don't think it's trying to be anything more than that. So if you're going in, like, don't go in with Broly expectations. So I think that's, like, its own little thing that you're going to, like, look back on and be like, what an incredible film. But is this, like, a good film you should go see in the theater? yeah definitely
1: i think it's a good film i think i'm almost more excited for what this means for dragon ball as a franchise like going forward because yes. i think it represents mm-hmm. a good step forward for dragon ball that we've wanted on this especially us on this podcast but just as yeah, fans right? like it did a lot of things that i would have wanted and i think it sets itself up to now do more of that especially because this film is doing really well uh financially i, mean, a I think movie was, uh, for exactly us yeah, I think it looked like 23, 24 million globally this weekend, which Ooh, technically damn. is not the opening weekend since it was in Japan already, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah. Um, that is really good. Makes sense. Yeah, for, packed. An, for an anime film, like, that's great. Especially, like, in the U.S., it broke Pokemon the movie. Uh, It broke its record for opening weekend in the U.S. box office. That's hilarious. Yeah, so, like, I'm hoping that... I've like I wanted this film to succeed, just knowing that it was going to be a story that didn't focus on Goku Vegeta. I wanted it to succeed so that we could get more of that. <laughs> and I think, yeah, this film is doing great financially. And I would agree with Chase. I'm like, I I'm not gonna call it like a nine out of 10, 10 out of ten. I'm probably gonna put it in the seven and a half, eight out of ten range. Yeah, that's fair. It it's a definitely above eight. average. It's a great time if you're a Dragon Ball fan. I mean, because let's face it. it, if you're coming. Yeah. <laughs> this film is movie.
2: Like to yeah. be mm-hmm. perfectly frank, if you like Dragon Ball and you've been around since Z, you've been watching Super Or hell, even, hell, even before Z, Super. Been, yeah, even yeah. Before, yeah. Uh, this is literally a film made for y'all. I think it dips a little too hard into that, it's like one of my criticisms. Um, but I think this film was like definitely just like a love letter to be like, Hey, we know we haven't talked about these characters in a while. Why don't we spend some time with them? Why don't we do yeah. a, a show about that? And it very much feels like a big TV episode in a good way. Um, oh, in a good way, yeah. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a fun, crisp. It is a, you are in that film for an hour. Yep. No, two hours, right? It's like two? Uh, hour and a half. Hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, hour and a half-ish. Yeah, it's yeah. a tight night. Yeah, so like, like. yeah, and then you're out, and it feels great. Like, it never, there's not a single moment where it drops the pacing, literally whatsoever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I always, I'm always, i going to always put Broly in the back of my mind as, like, a very special film. I just don't want anyone to go with the expectation with that. Like, that film I would is, say, like, yeah. incredible.
1: I think Broly still great. edges it out, especially in terms of, like, visual oh, spectacle. Yeah. Though I will say visually, because I was concerned, and I think many of us were when I saw this was, you know, a full 3D mm-hmm. CG animation Dragon Ball movie for the first time. Um, it does have some 2D shots in there, but for the most part, it's 3D. I was pleasantly surprised by the visual fidelity of it. Obviously, like later, the first trailer was a little rough. Later trailers seemed to kind of smooth it out, and then the Mm -hmm. finished project product looked great. Like I was actually very impressed by the visuals of this film. Yeah, so was I. I thought the fights were pretty fluid. Um, There was some stiffness, especially in like kind of the Goku and Vegeta models. Mm -hmm. All the stuff with them seemed more stilted than everything else, and I don't know if that was just because I was noticing it with them when I wasn't, or if, like, less time was put on those scenes because they're a very minor part of this movie. Yeah. But everything else, I didn't quite, I didn't notice any, like, too much jank. Yeah, which is nice, because there's definitely been some jank in the past with Dragon Ball 3D animation. (laughs) (laughs) If you watched Battle of Gods, Resurrection F especially, like, Resurrection resurrection f has slightly better 3d than battle of gods which i'd hope the technology advanced a little bit battle of gods just uses it a lot less so it's less noticeable yeah um and then like broly has 3d animation thrown in but at that point like the technology's really advanced and i think this was just the culmination of that um where they're like what if we did it in reverse or some 2d shot <laughs> supplementing 3d and they've mostly figured it out some of the talking yeah. scenes were a little stiff, but everything else was still fairly smooth.
2: There there's definitely a level of like movement throughout every scene that we're like it is not it doesn't feel stiff. I think mm-hmm. it definitely could look better in certain areas. Um but like there's always like a little bit of something happening which is always enjoyable to have in a yeah. movie. It's what makes it feel like a movie because every other TV show you watch it is just the scenes all we can really do, fellas or movies it feels like the background gets to be like have have its
1: character a little bit Mm -hmm. which is always nice yeah which there's some really great like landscape shots too if we're just going to get into the nitty-gritty of the animation for a sec um there's some really great backgrounds in this really great environments and like usually there is a problem with compositing when it comes to 3d layered on 2d background drops or vice versa which Mm -hmm. i know some people complained about it in broly because they did a lot of 3d backgrounds um I never had a problem with it in Broly, but here with everything being like 3D CG and all, there's not a compositing issue because they're all you know drawn in the same styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very much impressed. A lot of the fight scenes looked really good, which it's Dragon Ball, so you you come in. Hoping I certainly not. hope so. Yeah, <laughs> which some of it looked like I said when I saw that first trailer, I was worried, but yeah, first trailer I'd, wasn't very good. Yeah. No, which I'm sure it was like non-final stuff too, which I don't know why people always. I think it's just because they feel the need to push out a trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm always like, but then the second trailer gets everybody back in. And I'm like, yeah, I just wait for <laughs> when you would what would have been the second. could have just started trailer. here. Yeah. <laughs> but the film is like very fun, very goofy. I know Chase, you said that you think it leans a little too much into like fan. I don't want to call it fan service, but it kind of is. Um, and certainly there's a lot there if you've been a long time fan of Dragon Ball. I still yeah. think it keeps the plot simple enough that if this was your first thing, you might be a little confused on some points. Mm-hmm. But it's it's very easy to follow, which is like oh, what yeah. Dragon Ball does best. Oh yeah. What
2: I'm saying is leads into fan stuff. That's something we can talk about when we get more to it. has, when we not, get it has nothing to do with story stuff. Story stuff like this right. is a simple film to its betterment and maybe even sometimes just slight detriment when you're just like it is the you are getting the film as it is told you there is almost no anything else happening yeah um, and also it gets a little sacrosanct but i think at that point like i think now we're eh. we're, we're we're moving into we should just tell people to get the fuck out if they don't want to hear anymore you should go see it <laughs> if you're someone interested. go see it we now want to start talking
1: about the film actually Final review: eight out of ten. If you like Dragon Ball, go see it. If you don't, yeah,
2: probably could still give it a shot. Yosh, uh, Yosh, my my fiance enjoyed it, so <laughs> like had a really good time. Nah, I think said seven out of ten for her.
1: That's high praise.
2: For the me, outsider's which is, opinion, which is about where I'm at too. So I think, and I and I and I'm seven out of ten is also high praise from me. So <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. So I think. i i I would if you were just even somewhat interested in watching any of that shit go have a good
1: time watch it we want to go talk about the important shit now yeah (laughs) Uh, and i would i I would say i'm about (laughs) in the same spot like seven to eight ish out of ten somewhere in that range uh is where i sit with it and now for the spoiler portion all right everybody out out yeah. do we do we, so we want a lot go of over new characters pl- yeah do we want to go over like a plot
2: them. thing or do we just want to like just talk about it because like at this I point we just talk
1: about it okay cool
2: yeah um because the overall we talk plot, about plot points we, i irrelevant. can sum it up in a sentence
1: mm-hmm. if we want yeah. to
2: just red ribbon army's back they're making androids it's up to the piccolo and the gang to stop them there you go
1: yeah <laughs> which i would say piccolo and the gang is the best way to phrase this because i expected this to be like a double header piccolo gohan it's a piccolo story. movie it's a it's piccolo, a piccolo movie. movie i love it yeah which i loved but i was expecting more gohan gohan definitely gets like a mini arc and gets to be here uh and gets to be imp- pretty important like he is certainly like it's the, the second dub. build character but he is the second build character mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah this is piccolo's story which is fun like it really showed me like oh yeah this is a strong character that can carry a plot
0: like, <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah, which is something to be said. Like, we've always talked about Dragon Ball as great side characters. We wish they'd use them more often, and this movie was basically like, all right, we heard you. We're going to use them. (laughs) Fine. God, we'll do it. Yeah, it's certainly mostly Piccolo Gohan, but we do get some good moments with, like, Bulma gets a lot in this film. I'd say she's Mm -hmm. probably third build of the Uh, Z-Fighters. She certainly has the third most screen time. Yeah, and then you get, God, you get the Krillin just fucking destruction in this film <laughs> there is literally a line of dialogue uh, that Bulma comes in with the gang and she's like hey i gathered earth's strongest fighters and krillin yeah which like one pour one out for krillin two and Yamcha and Tien weren't even invited <laughs> that is that is rough
2: <laughs> krillin's a
1: good support Yamcha Tien, i don't know Though, so, I guess in Tien's defense, he's probably fucked off to some mountain somewhere and doesn't have a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, Tien, I imagine, is the hardest person to reach. Mm-hmm. It would be Piccolo, but Piccolo spends too much time with Gohan, so he's just like a phone call away, pretty much. Yeah, Piccolo oh, has, has a, a cell phone. Oh, he has a cell phone. A it's cell incredible. Phone. They give Piccolo a smartphone with a little, like, cat ears Nico case whatever on mm-hmm. it and it's it's very cute i love the way he holds it like a man fucking, has no white like, eye- man like it's like he holds it like it's a bomb about to blow off just like with two fingers as far away from his face
2: as possible it's like the consistent bit yeah the whole time is him holding it from the top and like in front of him and he uses his left hand to like touch things on it and he it looks is. confused whenever there's FaceTime. His face is moving all over the place, as if <laughs> he needs to get a view on it that he can't seem to understand. While everyone else is like a very standard just frame, holds it. just holds yeah. like a normal human. It is um, such a consistent great
1: bit, character acting bit too. Like on the part of the animators creating doing this for Piccolo, it's so like in character and it's consistent, and I love it. Which, I would say, yeah, with the 3D, I was worried there might be some of the little flourishes might get lost. Mm-hmm. And there are some talking moments where they do, but, like, this is representative of there's a lot of great little character flourishes just mm-hmm. put on scenes.
2: To Honestly, make I think these most of lively. the
1: humor and, like, character flourishes land in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, that's the the humor lands really consistently, which there's a lot of humor in this film. Yeah. This film strikes a dbz level balance dragon ball baby yeah
2: i would say this is less dbz humor and more dragon ball humor
1: fair which i guess we're bringing Um, red ribbon back so or
2: maybe super humor maybe because i don't know how super i don't super. i haven't seen seen more humor so maybe some degree
1: um hmm. Super has some goofiness to it, but I think Super tries to lean into the drama more often. Yeah. Okay, but would Super have a mob boss trying to butter up a guy with Oreos, and they're dramatically eating the Oreos while doing their business meeting? No. Consistently. (laughs) Consistently. Yeah. Props to Charles Martinet, as we kind of alluded to before. Uh, Charles Martinet voices Commander... Magenta. Magenta. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the new leader of the Red Ribbon Army and the grand? No, the son of Commander Red and Commander Violet. I think is implied. Maybe I could. I don't remember. I like. I got a pick. Got a quick. You get a quick picture because he has Red and his mom on his desk in like picture frames. But it's very quick, and I couldn't get a quick. Uh, I couldn't get a good enough glance. It's either Violet or like maybe fucking even Ranfan. I am like almost entirely certain. I think it's, it's Violet. Violet. Yeah. Yeah. That would make more sense, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, we're getting the kids of a lot of people, because it's like, this is the son of uh, Red and potentially Violet, and then working with the grandson of Dr. Jiro, Dr. Heddo, uh, played by Zach Aguilar in the dub, who also voices Tanjiro in the dub of Demon Slayer. Hmm. Also does a good job with Heddo, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a very... I, the character's a little one-note in the writing, but, mm-hmm. like, they they hit it. <laughs> he hits that note, and it's fine. Yeah. He's not, like, he doesn't have a deep arc that needs to happen in this film. Also, yo, 21's canon now? Yeah, so they, uh, at the very least, the person who would become 21 is now canon. Yep. <laughs> and canon is Dr. Giro's wife, which was, yeah, Android 21 was a character created by a curatoria or at least, you know, like Akira Toriyama did the character design, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. but
1: a original character made for Dragon Ball Fighters, which was retcon being like, this is uh, Dr. Gero's wife, and also the mother of Android 16, or the yeah, the kid who would be the template for Android as, 16. As always, yeah, yeah.
2: the Android stuff is actually just templates mm-hmm. built off other people that we
1: all know and love. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get, like, a family tree. We get, like, Jerome in 21 has 16, and then Question Mark, who gets married to Question Mark, who has Hedo. And, like, could we not find any information? You have these pictures, but you can not find the parents. <laughs>
2: Those people are really important. Those Question Marks are no ones until they're going to become someone later on. This is true.
1: i will also say i love that dr heddo is very much like characterized as very childish and young like very into superheroes hence the name and Mm -hmm. the aesthetic that he gives to gamma one and two but uh he also is like 25 (laughs) he's also 25 and a murderous son of a bitch Yeah, I love that they're like, he's not a bad guy. And I'm sitting here thinking about when he just tosses a fucking hand grenade (laughs) into a prison as he leaves. And that's his introduction. (laughs) I'm like, I don't think we ever really reconciled. (laughs) And he has, like, his own, like, murder hornet. I know know we say that,
2: but we literally are going to redeem Vegeta in, like, a uh, (laughs) a few arcs. And, like, he literally genocided people. The worst thing this guy did was like, he killed some people. He did some bad stuff. But then when he was like given the choice to make, he literally made superheroes that recognized they were fighting for the wrong side mid-fight. Like, in some fucking yeah, crazy way, he Nazis. Is someone who did the right thing somehow.
1: <laughs> Which I do have to say, I fucking love when Gamma... Gamma 1 is the one that comes after Piccolo. First. No, that's 2. Oh, okay. One is Gam- the serious one, right? Gamma two, voiced by Ah um, oh God Zeno Robinson, who is a great like rising talent. I guess he's not really rising; he's here at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a major Dragon Ball motion picture. Yeah, he sort of made his name, at least as a named character, uh, as Hawks in My Hero Academia. In that dub, mm, okay, uh, is where I first heard him. Though he's also on like uh, Owl House. If you watch that on Disney, which is a good show. Who do he play in Owl House? He's uh, Hunter, the oh, okay, yeah, the Golden Guard. Mm. But um, yeah, great performance by him in this role. Uh, it's very much his wheelhouse. I feel like is like the cocky good guy with like a heart of gold, but is a little bit of an ass, uh, but in an endearing <laughs> way.
2: <laughs> yeah, the gammas are I don't. I mean, I don't think anyone turns in a, a bad performance here.
1: No, which I no. mean, it's you one's know, a, one's a motion a little picture boring, that's going to get released the in script. Yeah. Yeah, I think they are knew this is gonna get in theaters too, so everyone's on their A game.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
1: think the uh, the the
2: standouts for me are probably Pan, someone who I thought was like really good, yes. like good comedy bits. I think Bulma's really good in this. Piccolo, uh, Gohan, I, I like, but I just like like you said, Gohan is like, s- feels secondary in this film to mm-hmm. a degree that is like surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gohan's good when he actually is allowed to like make so he's a He's allowed to do a thing. Yeah, yeah. and Kyle um, Hebert
1: gives a great performance as Gohan. Yeah. He just I would have loved Super even Super Saiyan, Saiyan, <laughs> Saiyan Ant is a funny joke. The Saiyan Ant. Super yeah. Saiyan Ant is Ant. a great fucking <laughs> <laughs> clock. As he looks at Piccolo, waiting for him to like <laughs> this joke. <laughs> it's so good. Did y'all catch that Microsoft Word exists in the Dragon Ball universe? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I love typing away
2: on Word eleven. I'm like, holy shit, what?
1: <laughs> He's killing it out here. There is some choice, like, quick bits in this film that just land for me. I think punching pan into the side of a rock and watching the rock
2: explode at the very beginning of the film is so funny yeah, for people right. who just aren't <laughs> like ready for it. Right. Um, Hitting a little, like, three-year-old into, like, a rock at, like, 200 miles per hour. (laughs) And then popping out being like, that was
1: sick. (laughs) You know, Pan's probably going to remember this as one of the best days of her life. Because she was just having fun the entire time. Yeah, the literal whole time. Which is the best part, (laughs) is that Pan is just having a great time through, like, all of this. (laughs) Even as shit is, like, hitting the fucking fan.
2: And Pan is literally not endangering the film till the last like 10 minutes yeah until Mm -hmm. cell
1: max our big villain comes out
2: yeah which sucks i don't know i don't know where everyone
1: else is on cell max kind of poo poo god i love it when i love it when doomsday comes into the picture yeah (laughs) yeah it did have that kind of energy to it um because it very much feels like the film is over when Cell Max shows up. Movie's over. Oh, fuck. We got to bring somebody in to bring the, the butts in it, the seat. There is a
2: moment where people are like, we have to make a fight scene in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, happens where, like, I think, I wish there's, like, the Gamma fight was longer or they brought Cell Max out for, like, a more actual fight. Yeah. I, the one actual problem with this film is why it dings so Is you watch the Broly movie and the fight scenes are just incredible and there are plethora and they're all fun to watch. Where this one, it never feels like we get a fight scene off the ground in a real way until like the very, very end. And even then, it never really gets off the ground in my head. Mm -hmm. We never get to like the we're at this fucking fight scene where we're like we're fighting it out for a while. I don't know. I would say I Um, really
1: like Piccolo v. Gamma 2 Round 2. That's what I'm saying. I wish that
2: mm -hmm. was longer or something. Like, I just feel like we never get, Mm. like, that's why I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I do just want to watch the fight scene for a bit longer. It's why Broly leaves me so satiated because it's like 10 fight scenes in a film, With dialogue in between.
1: Broly is literally just back-to-back fight scenes, like, for the back half of the film. It's, like, basically, like... Not even the back half. Not even the back. It's, like, the middle and end half.
2: It's, like, all right, here's Vegeta v. Broly. Here's Goku v. Broly. Here's Freeze, And you're, like, it's, like, here we're going. And, like, here's the film going. Like, that's the... And then we have to go back, and we gotta get Gogeta v. Broly. And you're, like, yeah, I'm enjoying all of this. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish there was a little more time where it's, like, here they're fighting. Mm -hmm. And getting back at it again. Um, but it was all i mean but like i don't that this film is not i don't think it's trying to go for that it just isn't That's no, not its, it's like not. goal at all yeah no. its goal is to be like a goofy fun time with like maybe a little bit of action in it yeah it's like a goofy
1: yep. fun time to celebrate some of the characters that have gotten not as much attention in recent dragon ball and hopefully to set up gohan and piccolo are definitely now set up to be bigger players whether or not we'll deliver on that we'll see Mm-hmm. And, and I think it takes time to be like, Goten and Trunks are now, like, teenagers. Dude, we got new Goten Trunks models. I'm so happy. New, Go- new right. Goten and Trunks have dropped. Which I love. Finally. Uh, I love that they throw in a line to lampshade the fact that they just suddenly grew up. Or Gohan's <laughs> like, well, Saiyans all just kind of grow all at once. <laughs> just, like, Who that's as we skip past it. Which means now we have Eric Vale voicing, like, modern Trunks, uh... Which is he voices future Trunks, so that's the Trunks voice that we're getting now. And uh ah, I forget who voices go or Goten in this film. But it is nice to see Goten and Trunks finally get to grow up. I wish we had gotten to see actual Gotenks join this fight instead of just rotund bit go tanks join this fight. Yeah, like it is literally just fat go tanks, and it's like the same exact Gotenks. Uh, Robert McCollum is Goten. Oh, nice. Apparently. I think he's also Master Roshi, if I'm not mistaken.
2: So yeah, I, I yeah again like that's kind of like my thing, like my annoyance with the whole film is it feels like it will stop to tell jokes instead of like, like cool. Only at the very very end was I actually ever blown away by the movie when it like went like we are going all fucking out now for oh, yeah. the action mm-hmm. um, when Selma, the that was like, Selma really cool. fight. Yeah, the the very end of the Cell Max fight to
1: be specific. Ah, when Gohan gets to go.
2: Yeah, when when Gohan goes, Beast Mode, as it
1: would be (laughs) called. Gohan Beast Um, is the official name of that transformation. Oh, is it really? Yeah, which I guess, yeah, to say here, uh, now would be a good time to bring up Piccolo and Gohan both get new ultimate forms in this film. Piccolo gets two. He gets he gets to be powered up once and then twice. Yeah, (laughs) he gets yellow Piccolo and orange Piccolo. Yeah, Piccolo gets a power up because he wishes on the Dragon Ball to have his potential unlocked. And it's like he gets it, and they're like, "Here's a power up plus a little extra." It's like what uh, Shenron tells him. Yeah, which doesn't first he gets unlock potential is what they call the like interim form. It's a thing
2: we, if you want to tie it back to us watching the show, it's the guru thing. Yeah, they literally bring that
1: back around. They literally, like, like, Piccolo goes to Dende hoping to get that from him and Dende's like, I can't but the dragon could. Um, Which, yeah. Just gotta give it a quick upgrade. Yeah, this turns into, Piccolo gets one transformation where he looks about the same but his belt turns black instead of red. His skin is more of a, like, green yellow color and it the like in
2: between the orange yeah. <laughs> and the lines
1: on his arms uh disappear and they become smooth and that's like because i remember reading about this and toriyama was just like it was hard to come up with transformation for piccolo mainly because he doesn't have hair <laughs> that's legitimately what he said and i found that absolutely fucking hysterical <laughs> Do you think he brought up the idea, he toyed with the idea of just having the antenna go super long? And I, either he or an editor was like, "Now that's stupid. I feel like he probably did. But yeah, this is like, this is like half a transformation. And yeah. it, it works. Like, I think it looked. he looks a little looks fine. stronger. But then. I think he also bulks slightly in this form. I and he, he his face gets once. slightly more angular, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think it's like another, like a slight bulk up. But then we get Orange Piccolo, which is in fact the name that Piccolo piccolo. himself gives it. Which he says a line that's almost verbatim a Frieza line from Resurrection F. I'm bad at naming things. Yeah, literally, like, (laughs) Gohan's like, oh, what do you call that new form? And he's like, I don't really care about forms. I guess you had to call it anything, call it Orange Piccolo. Which, right up top, Piccolo turns orange. (laughs) <laughs> as you can probably I like guess. that he didn't even notice. Yeah. So
2: the, right up top, it's the orange part you won't notice first. He gets wide. It is Dude big is wide. piccolo. It's yeah. ripped
1: piccolo. He's like is two feet taller. He's like a floor slug feet wider. <laughs> and he's just buff as shit. His face becomes so square. <laughs> he has the squarest jaw in all of Dragon Ball in this form. <laughs> His antenna stand up, which I thought was funny because it's like Super Saiyan. Um, and he is just absolutely powerful, which, yeah, it huge power boost for Piccolo. Um, and he can further Uh, do his other stuff like we get gigantification back Piccolo we got big Piccolo we got stretchy arm Piccolo yeah, Piccolo Great, gets all his necking. moves from Dragon Ball back that he doesn't use as often anymore. <laughs> I like that it's Krillin who's like, Piccolo, why don't you just get big again? He's like, oh yeah, that is a thing I did, didn't didn't I? Yeah, Piccolo literally he, says, I oh, god, be, I could do that. This is actually a perfect example of where
2: I'm like, this is when I don't like the fan series they do. Because to me, I would just like it if Piccolo did it. Did it? Like, yeah, that that wasn't a, it wasn't a minute, and be like, hey Piccolo, do you remember that you can turn big? Flashback to picture of Piccolo getting big. That is people true. Come back it to would see Piccolo. Better. I do. I can do that. I me, mean, I'd be like, just do it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. just like I. Maybe it's just for me because I've watched Dragon Ball recently. But to me, it's like people like know this, or if you don't, this would be like a fun throwback, and maybe like or be like he does it. And then Piccolo goes like just like in the tournament, and like yeah, mm-hmm. I would Something agree simpler. with that. Yeah. But to put a stamp real quick to stop here, um, I do want to point out in this transformation. It is in potential, only just to like give it a like in usage power of how strong it is. He is fighting the robot, the Gamma t- Two, I believe, is which mm-hmm. one it was, uh-huh. and he is being beaten by it. He becomes Orange Piccolo. He beats Gamma Two in one punch. Yeah, like it yeah. is a substan. It is like a little on top, is what Shinron says. It is an eruption of ki. It is, it an is intense. It is Super Saiyan.
1: Yeah, it is his super saiyan. Yeah, I have to point out that G- Piccolo is in his unlock potential state when he is getting beat down by Gamma 2 in their rematch. Like he's not in his standard state. He's already powered up.
2: Yeah, this and, is his, like, and this is the upgrade.
1: Yeah. He also get Oh yeah, they also there's a symbol that forms on his back in this. It's
2: a circle, it's a, like a small circle with another circle inside it with a line connecting them. Yeah. It's supposed to represent he- the Asagi trees on Namek. Is what they read? Yeah, see, oh. it's the yeah the the circle inside is the Asagi tree, and the circle around it is Shinron. Mm. Oh, idea. I like that. And actually. they're connected. Yeah, yeah. no, it's okay. very good. It's a nice touch. I also touch. kind of got that when I saw it the first one was like, oh, kind of like I'm like, I assume this talk about the tree. That's the very important thing to the Namekians.
1: Yeah, it's a nice like. Yeah. It it looks cool if you don't know what it is, and then if you do know more about the lore and everything, you're like, oh, this it's is a nice like touch. a respectful yeah. touch to like give Piccolo something. I
2: believe, like, the, the wiki says this, but I have no idea what anyone else says. It is, the it is like, called the Namekian pride symbol. Like, yeah. it is, like, this is, like, if you're Namekian, this is a cool symbol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, how <laughs> I'm taking it. Shit. But, yeah, it's a great transformation. I've always said I like big bulkiness. Yeah, I Because do I think this. it's totally fine <laughs> to be, like... To like have those separations happen. But it is fun to see Piccolo because like Piccolo is a brute strength kind of character with like great key control, but he is always like the punch man Mm -hmm. to some degree. And like having scary claws and mean fists. Mm -hmm. So it is good to see like Piccolo
1: get that. Mm -hmm. Um a little bit. Especially in an era where a lot of the transformations have leaned away from making someone a bigger brawler. It adds variety to the cast that you now have someone who is a big bulky brawler. Wide Piccolo is now officially the grappler of the Z Fighters. (laughs) Is he always has
2: been? Because he has the stretchy
1: arms. Yes, but it's like
2: one of those things where I think Dragon Ball, like it, yeah, does move away from. But like it feels like everyone in Dragon Ball has unique trees to go down, and, like, I think they're starting to see that, like, Goku goes down the Ultra Instinct train, Vegeta's gonna go down the God of Destruction train, like, and for me, like, if you're gonna keep Goten and Trunks around, they should be going down some sort of fusion train, yeah. like, oh, yeah. how can you make a fusion better? For Pan, it just, like, follow down the Gohan and slash Gohan and mix it with, like, Goku and find some middle ground there, mm-hmm. like, easily you should do this and, like, have those arcs be built in, like, that's how you should do it.
1: Which is something, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree, I think modern Dragon Ball is doing a better job of being, like, let's give everyone a unique like ultra transformation or whatever, which is like, Gohan also gets a new transformation in this, which was sort of foreshadowed in Super, in that Gohan has a moment where he's talking about, I want to have my own ultimate form separate from like Goku and Vegeta and whatnot, like I don't want to just follow that path Uh, when Mm -hmm. he was training in the Tournament of Power. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because Goku literally asked him, it's like, hey, you did unlock potential, why not go super saiyan on top of that and this is his reason not to turns out his answer is getting pissed yeah which is is always has been his answer for everything is true yeah but he's like leaned away from it and tried to like push that part away so it's like hey gohan's gonna come back to this and he's gonna come back to it in a big way (laughs) which Big is an operative word for the hair on Gohan. (laughs) I'm looking at a picture. It is literally the size of his torso. Yeah. Gohan Beast, as the form is called, is basically like, take Gohan. His hair turns white. His eyes turn red with the visible pupil in the center, like Ultra Instinct or like all that. But his hair, it looks like his Super Saiyan 2 hair when he first went Super Saiyan 2, but bigger. And it's, like, leaning back because it's gotten so tall. And I will say, I wish the hair was smaller. (laughs) Yeah. It's a little much. I think, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the next time they break this out, it's, like, mostly the same, but the hair gets a little shorter.
2: (laughs) Or, like, I could see, like, this being, if you did it animation-wise, you just, like, would do something more with the hair. It's, like, right then, it is, like, literally a bush is coming out of his head, or, like it's like a pineapple, right? Mm-hmm. Like
1: yes. It's just a, pi- it's, what, it's
2: pineapple hair. Yeah. And like pineapple, it just needs to do on. something more. Um, <laughs> the, 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 everything else around it. Like I like the red outline that comes with it, the electricity mm-hmm. sparks that go with it. All that stuff works well. Oh, the aura
1: looks good as shit. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Everything, everything oh, about that's yeah. good. I think it's like a nice mirror to like what ultra instinct kind of gives the look of. And we um, get that
1: wild side of Gohan that we haven't seen in a long time. Like that, like, frankly, just aggressive side of Gohan. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Gohan takes on this form because he sees that Piccolo is getting hurt for him. Like, Piccolo's trying to basically uh, hold Piccolo's off. getting Cell murdered. Yeah, sell Max while Gohan is charging up. And we get a, a very much just mirrored to Gohan's Super Saiyan 2 transformation. It does, like, the line behind his head. It does, mm-hmm. like, the zoom in on his eye. And he, like, leans back and just lets out a fucking yell, which is great. Love it. Uh, it, it I am, like, I wish we could have done this slightly differently than just the Super Saiyan 2 transformation again. Yeah. But also I love that transformation, so I'm like, I'll let it slide. So I'll allow it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With the biggest difference being it zooms in on Gohan's eye and it like spirals red before like settling. Which looks nice. That part looked good, and I was like, Can we get a little more uniqueness like this? I also like that Piccolo
2: plays into it. He is like I'm gonna have to trigger this. I'm gonna get killed, pretty much. Yeah, Piccolo's like, um, I know that
1: we need someone stronger than even me right now to pull this off. He spends the entire movie fucking with Gohan to get him to do this. Yeah, that's like half of G- Piccolo's movie like arc is just, I need Gohan to get back to it in case someone shows up and Vegeta and Goku can't save us, which this is the case in Superhero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But, like, I love... As a big fan of Gohan in the Boo saga before he just gets snubbed in the Boo saga, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love that we get a moment right after that that's on line with, there's a great moment in Boo where Ultimate Gohan shows up, Boo's like, are you here to fight Majin Boo? And Gohan just goes, no, I'm here to kill you. And we get a a badass moment for Gohan like this in this film where he goes beast cell max who is beating the absolute shit out of orange piccolo at this point flies in punches him in the gut does like nothing like the classic like i've powered up and now you're fucked but like he just hits him a couple times and gohan just hits him with the you done my turn and just fucking elbows him in the gut and just damn near fucks him up hard it looks so cool
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then and then gets to finish him off with the special beam and cannon, which is
1: an exceptionally nice cannon. touch. I, I did love that. You know, he got to use his father's move. He got to use his father's move the first time around, but he gets to use his dad's move the second time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this is actually me and Thomas were talking about. I am going to get into now mm-hmm. I think even Yoshi was talking about with me when we got out. Is we everyone's like we always go say hey, Piccolo's dad, Piccolo's dad. I just don't get that energy from Piccolo. I I get like mentor uncle. But I never yeah, he's very get dad much the energy,
1: uncle. Yeah, like or it is. Like, it is funny. Grump, people are like, like he is the dad, grumpy, grumpy grandpa.
2: But yeah, but i have never like Master Roshi is Goku's dad. I'm like Master Roshi's Goku's mentor, is his mm-hmm. like trainer. And Piccolo just feels like that someone who like is your uncle sometimes and your trainer the other time, or like is looking out for you while your dad is off, and is like this is the guy you're like kind of given to, but not like your actual dad. Mm -hmm. um and piccolo just hits that role so well and i think toriyama like understands that combo Mm -hmm. really nicely when he writes for piccolo and gohan there's so many moments where you're like oh piccolo is just going to try to make gohan better because like what comes out from this film the whole thing is like there is a fear now that like if Goku and Vegeta aren't around. Who the fuck does actually take up the mantle? Mm-hmm. And it's sh- and Piccolo knows it can't be him. At the end of the day, when we, when we start he, here, by the end of day, he can, he he can can't get there. Do it. Yeah. He just can't do it. He knows he can't do it. Piccolo knows that, or like, and every audience member should know that. But he knows Gohan can. It is just true. Gohan doesn't need a wish from Shenron to get to like where he is. By the end of the film, Gohan could have gotten there already. You know, like, Mm -hmm. that is the idea. And I think that, like, dynamic is very interesting. And, like, I think it's fun to watch Piccolo take on, like, that Goku role when he was training Gohan and, like, continue it forward as, like, him going back to his original shit. And then Gohan, like, recognizing that and being like, I'm going to learn the special bean cannon in honor <laughs> of Piccolo because, time, like, that yeah. also, that yeah. new fucking rip kicks ass and no one uses it. It's so good. <laughs> Which, it's very Fuck, sweet. It's
1: so good. The moment, because, like, when Go, or Piccolo tells Gohan, like, y- I'm going to hold Cell Max down and you need to power up and hit him with a special attack to finish him off. He literally says like, "Oh no, use the Kamehameha or whatever. I don't care." And then when you he, mean the Kamehameha? Yeah, the kameyamama Fuck off. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like, when he uses the special beam cannon, I was like, "That's so sweet." <laughs> Just when he, I was. Some part of me was like, "I bet he's gonna use it." Whatever Piccolo said that to him, and then he did. <laughs> um, I don't know there's something very sweet about it to me. Just like, you you trained me, you helped me get here. I'm going to use your move to finish this. (laughs) Well, he always keeps wearing Piccolo's clothes, so. Yeah, I I believe, like, Toriyama even put it,
2: he's like, I think he, they're like, they're like, what was your aim in putting Gohan and Piccolo in their armor? And I think Toriyama literally goes, Gohan's stronger than anyone. Like, that is, like, his flat response. And he's like, he hasn't got a chance to shine, so in order to motivate Gohan, I'll just quote it. This is the, the quote from Toriyama. If someone asks, it. what's his aim in featuring this? His answer is, Gohan is actually stronger than anyone, some ellipses, or so it's said. So this is like a little out he can give himself. Mm-hmm. But lately, he hasn't gotten really gotten a chance to shine. In order to motivate Gohan, it takes his revered teacher, Piccolo, rather than his father, Goku. I figure I'd try giving birth to a new superhero by putting these two in the spotlight through their intense battle with the Gamma Androids. So, like, his... I think that's full... Like, we were just inferring it, but that's also, like, there's the author giving his intent. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it is, like, what we were saying, like, right? It is, like, it is Piccolo having to be like, I have to push Gohan to be better. We can't just rely on Goku and Vegeta, because the moment thing goes wrong and Goku and Vegeta are just all fucking around mm-hmm. and we can't get them there does require someone to be here to deal with this, and that is the Gohan Piccolo arc right now.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's cool to get to see them kind of sit into these roles and get to have a unique niche in this universe. It's not even like they're supplanting Goku and Vegeta. They're like, here's our role in this team of heroes. We are the solid B team. You need a backup, we're there.
2: Mm-hmm. Which is so good because then it can really, I think, it really opens that level to be like we can have more fights than just Goku fighting one person. There yeah. can be these multi-fights, these team-up fights. And I think you really can expand that little bit. Like this, it feels like Dragon Ball's always been so narrowly locked into the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can start. Tournament power is like trying to open it up, and it kind of gets there, end, especially in the anime and stuff, mm. and. But like I feel like I feel like some I think Toriyama I'm, I forget the guy name who's writing Super right Toyotara. now. What's his name? Toriyama. They're like I feel like they're just like trying to fucking crowbar their way into writing having more cool fights. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is them slowly getting there, which the which can be I understand how it can be hard because like at some point when you start writing like the main character as the strongest character, why would you just not have one on ones? Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone fucking loves Goku and Vegeta. Why would you ever focus on the other characters? I think they're like, fuck it, we are going to crowbar our way out and get these characters everyone liked before we're going to bring them in. And we are going to do it so we can have more cool
1: shit. Yeah, which I'm seeing more at the end of the- oh, Or that's the whole,
2: please! No, in the Moral arc
1: and the Granola arc, there's, like, some actual, like, multi-person fights. There's definitely mm-hmm. still one-on-ones, like, seem to take the forefront. Yeah, I think the 101's always going to be like that, the fucking bread and butter. Yeah. Right? yeah. You're,
2: you're going to, you do want to see Gohan or Goku just beat the shit out of someone by themselves. But also, variety is the spice of life. Oh, yeah. And I think we're
1: starting, <laughs> like you said, I think we're like, we are clawing our way into making sure that that is feasible again. Um, Which I know that you, you say they're the B team, but I will say Toriyama himself has said. Gohan and Gohan Beast and Piccolo and Orange Piccolo are on par with Goku and Vegeta now. Yeah. And his really mind doubt which that. is important because this is the person. Well, who there is was still... that line where Gohan was like, oh, I don't know, if Gohan, if Dad and Vegeta were here, that still would have been hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, like the idea okay, that it's yeah. like they wouldn't have made this easy.
2: The, I'm not saying B team as in they are weaker. I'm saying B team as in Goku and Vegeta are the A plot. Oh, of just, course. Mm-hmm. That's just how yeah. they've been I'm hoping that we can all thrust these motherfuckers into an A-team all together, where there can be some cool fucking thing where they have to go off and time-limited and shit happens. they're well, all fighting cool people, and
1: you know, whatever. Frieza's still around. Oh, yeah, he Frieza's brings a still a lot of goons with him. Frieza's still around so, in a big yes. way. Uh, this happened to the U.S. release of Superhero. Yeah, I heard some rumblings about this. Please talk to me about it. Oh, yeah. This happened to coincide with the... So, spoilers also for the Dragon Ball Super manga. Um, We don't care about that. This also coincided with the release of the last chapter of the Granola arc, which now the manga is about to go on an extended hiatus to prepare for the next arc. But uh, the Granola arc ended with Frieza showing up, and Frieza unveiling that he spent ten fucking years in a hyperbolic time chamber that he found. Jesus which, Christ! Yeah, the Granola Ar- or the Moro arc had set up that there are more time chambers out in the universe. Like Goku used another one. Oh, okay. Um, and then Frieza's like, I found one on a planet that I conquered, and I spent ten years training in it, and How has long now did that unlocked in real time. Yeah, ten days. Yes, <laughs> which okay. means he's now unlocked a new transformation that they very explicitly show outclasses Ultra Ego and Goku's newer version of Ultra Instinct, like, immediately. (laughs) Uh, It is Black Frieza, which looks a lot like Golden Frieza, except the gold parts are now black. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know, surprising. And Frieza literally one-shots Ultra Ego, Vegeta, and Ultra Instinct Goku at their full strength. Because they very explicitly huh. get healed right before he shows up and then get fucking just bodied by him. So I'm like... Interesting. Now, yeah, so now Frieza is like back on top in terms of the big bads of Dragon Ball. And we're not sure what his current objective is. He kind of seems to elude that he has plans. I mean, I think it's mostly just, you know, I am now strong enough, I can go on the Conquest... Though he also does not kill Goku and Vegeta. Yeah, I was about to say I guess his new goal was to just fuck with them because if he wanted to kill them, he could have done it. Yeah, well the whole reason he showed up, because the entire reason that the heaters, which were the real villains of the Granola Arc were doing what they were doing, was they wanted to build up so they could assassinate Frieza and take over the Frieza Force. Uh, mm. Which is why Frieza shows up because Alec, the leader of the heaters, had called him there with the hopes that like by the time he got there, Goku, Vegeta, and Granola would all be dealt with, and then he could just sit Gas on him, who he had wished to be the strongest in the universe. You, uh, you didn't want to wait until you confirmed you dealt with the first step? Yeah, he- he seemed to get a step ahead of himself. Frieza shows up, murders Gas, who is at this point like a zombie, because his lifespan has been shortened by the wish to make him strong, in the same way that Granola has. And it's honestly mm-hmm. a disturbing visual for Dragon Ball. Like as he's fighting <laughs> while he's like literally falling apart and like turning to dust. It is st- an actually fairly horrific visual, <laughs> uh, which Jesus. I I loved. It's scary as hell watching Gas like near on near death, still strong as hell, but looking like a fucking zombie as he's like falling apart while still fighting. Uh, Frieza shows up finishes him off, murders Alec, and then just, like, one-shots Goku Vegeta in his new form in their new forms. And then he's like, <laughs> well, I didn't come for you, so I'm off. And just gets back in his spaceship and leaves. So long, idiots. <laughs> That's right, buttholes. <laughs> <Energy>. Honestly. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but I am like, now that we have the Frieza, Frieza, and by proxy, the Frieza force is back as our main threat um at least presumably for our next arc Hmm. and now we have gohan and piccolo are powered up to the equivalent of goku and vegeta at the moment i'm like we might be able to set up for a nice like big team arc with like an a b plot with a easily yeah like you said uh chase we can have gohan and piccolo helm a b plot now and actually like keep up god i hope so yeah we can we will see what happens as we get closer to our next arc.
2: We can dream.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know who also has dreams? Big Pharma. Yeah, maybe. They have yet to give a date, as far as I've seen, for when the manga is coming back. They just said it's taking a hiatus.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Which they're on monthly releases, so who knows when the next chapter will start. But they want to, I guess they want to take some time to prep the next arc, which, you know, fair. But yeah. I am curious, and this movie was written by Toriyama and is considered canon, so I'm, like, excited to see what we now get to do with the new pieces we have set up on the board that is Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the no big thing that I came out of this movie with, so I was, like, for this thing well, it leaves a bit to be desired, it's a big step in a direction that I'd hope they would take this series. Um, so I'm, like, more excited for the future... After seeing this film, yeah. Yeah. We got Pan gets a fun little arc, and Pan is getting set up to be important. Goten and Trunks are bigger now. (laughs) Hopefully, we can do something with them. You think they're going to do the Black Star Dragon Ball arc thing? I would be curious. Considering we have it as canon that Bulma hoards the Dragon Balls every year like a dragon and then wishes for, like, meaningless bullshit. <laughs> Which is kind of what she was doing in Broly, or gonna do, so it's fun to see that they just carried that arc forward. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is why Bulma still looks pretty young, relatively speaking, despite <laughs> just being human. <laughs> she just keeps grabbing the Dragon Balls and wishing for cosmetic surgery. And the rich only get richer,
2: folks. Mm-hmm. My only fear with Dragon Ball Super, as time is continuing on now, is just hearing, like, Frieza's coming back, we're powering up to fight Frieza again, and it just feels like we're doing Dragon Ball Z, Frieza arc again. Which is, like, it's, it's that sounds good, like, I'm okay with that, but I'm always, like, it's my fear with, um, like, sometimes video games are, like like, Resident Evil... And like long running, is it just feels incestuous incestuous almost? Mm -hmm. Like just re go back to the old things you do and like, like it is. It's like it's Chris Redfield. It's like this. It's pretty much being like it's Goku's son going to go fight Goku's main villains' son. And you're like, oh okay, we're just like doing the same thing again. (laughs) But this time it's like not even without even that even that part isn't happening yet. It is just we're going to go fight the old enemy again. And I'm hoping they find some way to do something more with it. That's my biggest fear with how Dragon Ball continues. It just doesn't feel like it ever wants to. That's why we like this so much is it's developing old characters to at least come back because they just haven't been around for so long. Yeah. But like one thing is like, I do want newer villains, but, like, I think they have been having their newer villain stuff, blah, blah, blah. So I'm hoping there's, like, some twist to this, some addition that makes Frieza not, it's just not like, let's fight the Frieza Force again. I want some addition to it. Yeah. Um. Something, but, like, that's what I'm hoping their time off, they get to really do.
1: Mm. Which is the, yeah, like, I'm sure that's part of it. Right Now it's too well, early to call if it's just gonna, you know, become more of the same or if they have, like, a big plan in mind for what is different this go around. Well, Frieza knows about the giant like universe Dragon Balls, right? Yeah. Frieza knows about the super Dragon so. Balls because he was there for the tournament of power where they were used at the end. Um, there you go. Big yeah. heist, big planet heist. And obviously he's, he's a different character to some degree than he used to be. Cause he would have just fucking iced Goku and Vegeta instantly. The Z version mm-hmm. of him. So there is this question of like, he could have killed them it's very obvious he could have why didn't he maybe he feels he owes them they owe him or he owes them one which yeah he doesn't really allude to but that could be part of it it could be that there's some other angle to this i'm curious to see where they take it i i am also like chase i'm worried they're just going to do more of the same but mm-hmm. with a setup like this i am like there is there's things they can do with this and i'm not going to say. I'm trying to think. I'm not going to say that they're not going to do something new, but I will wait and see. Yeah. Mm. I I'm hoping like, like to me like I'm I'm done with
2: Frieza being the villain. Is like where I'm at at this point, and I'm hoping this next arc is like, and to some degree like I don't think villain will ever be these. Frieza will ever be a good guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't think that's Frieza's nature whatsoever. But I'm like, I don't want Frieza to be the main villain again. I'm hoping there is something more going on that they can work on to do that requires them to go separate ways and have multiple characters be important important like important things for them to happen that way. So that's all that's all I would want. Um, and I'm hoping that like this time away we'll let them stretch their arms and legs and be like, let's fucking try something unique for Dragon Ball. Let's go out of our way a little bit to make a really weird thing. Um that'd be my hope. But I don't I don't know, we'll see. Yeah, obviously. As always, I'm I'm fucking back here being like, I hope they do something crazy and weird with it, and sometimes we get it and sometimes we don't. Yeah, which this
1: movie I think represents that they might be willing to do some new shit. Yeah. But it also, you know, dips its toes in the old shit plenty.
2: Yeah, this this movie feels like a love letter to old fans, and it's like telling them it's a love letter, which is the annoying part for me. Mm. But the new shit is just in general, it is still like old Dragon Ball hat. It is people power up and fight big. I Bad mean, red Monster Ribbon's back for them. the third
1: time now. Yeah, as a pharmaceutical um, pharmaceutical company this time. Yeah, they're big. Pharma. Even
2: though I, even though I would say they're back for like the second time, really, because I just don't consider the Android arc the return of the red ribbon army. Um, I would consider it the return of a guy who was in the Red Ribbon <laughs> Army who just stayed awake for a little bit longer, and then then it's this, then it's then he's gone. But this feels like an actual return to Red Ribbon. But like all that return stuff is like it's just like oh, I don't think it plot it does anything besides being like Red Ribbon Army is back yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, Give but, us an excuse
1: the, to, to puppet sell out.
2: Yeah, bring old Cell out again for no reason. But what it does do is, like, here are just how to get these characters back in that that are cool. But it's like, we just don't, like we keep saying, we don't fucking get to see ever see Piccolo or Gohan or anyone really have their own time to themselves. Like, we don't get to see the mm -hmm. interior life of Piccolo, and it's cool to see that. That Mm -hmm. is what this show, I think, this movie really brings and the power boost. But, like, what for me, what the best part about it is, like, I get to see what piccolo does when it's not him trying to save the world we get that a lot with goku and vegeta and stuff we actually do get those moments you just don't get a whole ton of that with these specific characters Mm -hmm. it is fun to see gohan research ants and say super saiyan it is (laughs) nice to see piccolo be like what does piccolo do how does this like him
1: immediately in the stomach
2: yeah you thought i'd gone wham
1: yeah (laughs)
2: I wear my clothes again. This is heavy. I it's supposed to be. <laughs> I don't, What did you say? Like it wasn't that heavy when you were a boy. Something <laughs> like, like that. Yeah. Flies <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It's like that's like the part that I think. That's almost like where I, like I want to see like super be com- comfortable, letting itself slow down sometimes and be with those characters and see their interiority of their lives a little bit. Because people do fucking love these Dragon Ball characters, and I think that's the big thing from Super, you get taken away with it, is like those little moments where Piccolo can't use his phone correctly, um, Mm -hmm. where everyone keeps getting him stuffed animals, and he for like, obviously forever was like, he couldn't say, I don't want it, Um, Hmm. and then I think I "I don't want want them anymore. (laughs) <laughs> no I don't, I, I don't think he does i don't think he does i don't think he won the cute cat thing on his phone either but they got it for him and he's you know he's a, he's their uncle he's like i feel like their... they gave
1: it to him with that case on and he doesn't oh, know well, he how to take it did. off or realize yeah it exactly
2: a <laughs> <laughs> and, and everyone's like and i guess and they're like, i guess he likes it and like that stuff is good to me i like pan seeing pan's teacher from school and her not being weirded out by pan being a superhuman Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's like little small touches here and there that are just like good that I like a lot where mm-hmm. the action I think ultimately fails at like being a great action film I think it really succeeds in like mm-hmm. giving the life to these characters that we just never get to see really
1: As I just always like in the, it for the yeah. action film yeah like the, like speaking of small moments when Gohan's like being flown to the red ribbon to like get hand, pan out of the pasta situation and he sees her he just flies through the helicopter and blows it up Right. Yes. Like he doesn't he doesn't leave it, he exits it with an explosion. Yeah, watching Gohan freak out and be a good dad for a second. <laughs> it's also so funny how Gohan
2: mirrors Goku in some way where they just get distracted with their work and aren't good dads and Piccolo shows up to be like, "Be a better father. Like take care of your damn kid." <laughs> yeah, it is literally <laughs> care, just Piccolo I took care of like, you! take care of your freaking kid. <laughs> it's so funny that like Piccolo is always stuck as someone watching over the Goku family line in some weird way. I think is like <laughs> very good. Um it's like poetry, it rhymes. Um it level is kind of, of <laughs> discussion. Like I think that stuff's like super sweet. Um and As I like that ki- Piccolo loves training Pan. Like there is a moment mm-hmm. you can tell when he's fighting with Pan he's like damn this kid is
1: like Gohan. Like damn this kid. Well gets it's when it. she like almost gets the drop on him after be- right before she right before he punts her into the rock. Like Gohan mm-hmm. did when they were fighting
2: yeah there are like a lot of little good moments where i'm like oh they are setting up pan to be like extremely powerful like mm-hmm. it is they're getting she's there. Like, already will killed a like 10 people
1: yeah, yeah. but unlike gohan I, i'd honestly say pan as a character is more like goku in that she has a lot more enthusiasm for being a fighter and training and doing all that and she's like a lot like
2: videl you would say yeah she's a lot more like videl
1: than she is which I, there's a quick line that mentions that videl is doing fight training and i'm like please bring videl back into the fold as a fighter videl is fucking no. great Absolutely no she's not. a mom first
2: and <laughs> the fighters second
1: only 18 has managed to bridge that gap somehow, <laughs> which I do love 18 showing up in her tracksuit to come kick some ass. Yes. <laughs> just like the tournament of power where 18 also shows up in her pink tracksuit to just come kick some people's ass. Turns out and it's, it's and just, just a good Android look. 18.
2: Yeah, the Android 18 special.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, we have this team of the strongest fighters and one of the absolute powerhouses of our team is this mom in a tracksuit who is just here to just whoop ass. You think it's like a Goku situation? You go home and her closet's filled with nothing but the same tracksuit? Maybe. At this point, I think, yeah, she's given up on the jeans, jacket, <laughs> stripy I also like that
2: 17 never appears in this film. And is, <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he, he is won. there, I believe. He won he the is, tournament. He, he, for a fact, at this moment in time, without Gohan being, is the strongest person on Earth, right? Like, he is, right? Like, Anthony's fucking absurdly powerful for some reason, Yeah, 17,
1: well, it's, yeah. There's some, like, dubiousness to the powers and whatnot when it comes to power levels, which, yeah, Super just kind of is like, hey, people can power up in stressful situations Mm -hmm. so that they can matter for a second. But Um, he did also win, so, you know, theoretically he is. Yeah, and 17 and 18 have the same advantage that Gamma 1 and 2 are, like, allude to in this, where it's like, they can just kind of fight at full strength until their battery is depleted, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the big thing that 17 gets. And I think what people don't think about when they think about why is 17 so strong in the tournament of power is it's like 17 is just operating at max power until he runs out while mm-hmm. Goku, Vegeta, you know, even Jiren as they are going, they are getting more tired and losing power. 17 is just at a base level of power and he can stay there until he's just out of energy mm-hmm. yeah but
2: also he's like somehow went from like less than
1: imperfect cell
2: yeah less than yeah like well yeah imperfect cell week to i'm a fucking gonna i can take on some real motherfucking i'm like super saiyan god tier strong
1: yeah I don't know. I didn't mind it so much because I was still in the mindset and this film helped assuage that feeling of like I just want to see the side characters get to contribute.
2: Yeah, no, and again, like I'm okay with if they, if they bring back 17, 17 gets to go on some adventures sometimes. Hmm. Fuck yeah, he's a weird motherfucker to bring back. He has different opinions than everyone right? else. Um, it's great. I'm fine. I just think it was weird. They didn't bring him up. They didn't go like, hey, we need to call 17 up. I know he's like doing ranger shit duty out there on the island, but well, he we can should wait probably go hour. hit him up. Yeah. He can like, he can come, he can come here, right? Oh, no, <laughs> like,
1: he's very reluctant. He barely agreed to join the tournament of power and he only agreed because they got goten trunks to watch But I think if you island.
2: tell 17, hey, Cell is coming back, I guess they didn't know. So maybe not.
1: I was going to say they didn't um, know until yeah. they were there. <laughs> But if you told
2: Seventeen, "Cells come back," I think Seventeen would leave and go fight. That's all I'm saying. Oh,
1: for sure. Yeah, but, but also um, it
2: is. I, I'm always is, again as I we'll always keep saying, "I'm fine with characters just getting stronger." Just saying, "Hey, how did Seventeen get stronger?" He's got human he parts inside of him. He was training for a while out in the forest. He got stronger. Fuck you. But that's fine with me. That's you know? what they say. <laughs>
1: that is in yeah. fact what they say. In the yeah, other- there you go.
2: It's like I'm, like I'm like, do you think I give a fuck? No. If Krillin just came back and was like 500 times stronger, and they said, "Why?" He said, "I got the Ultra Divine Water." i be like, fuck yeah, he did. That's sick. He can throw two Destructo Discs now. Oh, yeah. That is um, something
1: that I'm like, coming out of this, we got the Gohan Piccolo movie. I'm like, can the next movie be Krillin, Tien, and Yamcha? No. Please. I'm begging. Because no. you have Tien in there. That's right. Can the yeah. next movie be Launch? Maybe. <laughs> we get Launch back. <laughs> I want Launch to show up and just be fucked up powerful. <laughs> We find that lo- we find out that Launch has actually just been a Saiyan this entire time. <laughs> yeah, just, her Super Saiyan transformation is just activated by her sneeze. <laughs> and she sneezes and the Ultra Instinct music kicks on. <laughs> She's no, she sneezes and like you know, that, like those giant craters just erupt underneath yeah. her. Yeah. No, no, no. When she sneezes, it's blonde Launch. But when she coughs, run. <laughs> <laughs> Red hair Launch appears.
2: Just <laughs> floating off the ground, an Uzi in hand.
1: Yeah. <laughs> an an ultra powerful well, We, ha- we have key guns now. We so do. Have she could do that. Guns. She could do that. Yeah. Are they key guns or just guns that are absurdly strong for once? I don't know, but Dr. Hito's guns that he made for gamble 1 and 2 could technically introduce the idea of our non key users getting to contribute in fights. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we'll see how that plays out. And we still have Gamma One dies. No, Gamma Two dies, but Gamma Two. One is still a character, so we can still do that. Can we get scientists on Earth to just stop building universe destroying level androids in their basement? No. Next question. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> what,
1: well I am well, out of ideas. Yeah, what else is Dr. Hito gonna do? Cure <laughs> cancer? Nothing
2: yeah <laughs> what is the um what's the fucking thing i'm now thinking of but uh what do i what do i want to do, cure cancer i want to make oh dinosaurs. yeah the spider-man thing yeah, the Spider-Man with your
1: thing. with your brilliant biology you could be curing cancer i don't want to cure cancer i want to turn people into dinosaurs which is a base answer
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I think I yeah, th- that's like the big thing I think coming out of this film that all the parts I'm like really into are like less the I like the transformations and the fight scenes are fine. It is just the actual enjoyment I got from like seeing the characters. Like I think that's the thing we're gonna constantly take away from it. Is like it is fucking wild that like half this film is Piccolo in a red-ribbon pilot uniform, soldier uniform, disguise. He can't fight them. Yeah, Yeah, and he's just going around everyone constantly going, you look a little green, guy. And he's, oh, Oh, I just
1: don't feel good. Or that he's like, he's
2: green. We can't take him out with us. And, like, that's the joke. (laughs) And it's, like, very funny.
1: There is so many good little bits with Disguised (laughs) Piccolo, which I was just like, man, Sabat is on his A-game in this role right now. (laughs) Like, he's just fucking nailing it. Uh, It is... So funny. Yeah, and all the stuff with him and the like big, like fucking massive henchman dude that he's just hanging out with who has no idea what's going on truly this whole time. Man, pour one out for that guy. He did not make it out of Gohan's exploding helicopter. Oh, he definitely didn't. But it was very funny. He's dead. I enjoyed all the bits (laughs) with Go or Piccolo just disguised in the red ribbon uniform and doing shit. There,
2: I also like one of my favorite moments is like knowing how like Pan is training and keeping up is like go, Piccolo's in his uniform, runs up to Pan after Pan has, like kick this giant muscle bound dude who's not mm-hmm. like he who's not like really powerful, right? He's like he's a guy. Pan, yeah, Pan takes him down, and then Piccolo goes, oh, hey, Mister Piccolo," and I goes, "How do you recognize me?" He's, like I, you know, I can sense you. I know it's Piccolo. <laughs> I got the Piccolo vibes. And then Piccolo goes down to get Gohan as he is now kidnapped. Pan to get Gohan out of like. Just doing Out nothing. Out of his so, office. Yeah, so he can go for now. Actually, save the world moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he runs up and there, and the, he turns around, and goes, "Who are you guys?" And he's like, "Are you kidding me? Like, is this a joke? <laughs> yeah, he's like, how this is shit this this right what now? you're doing to me right now? Yeah. Like." Uh, I who so raised good. you from
1: my own hands. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Oh God, like, or it, with, like, uh, when Piccolo has Pan and he's like, we got to motivate Gohan this to is fight so harder. Good. And he just picks up. He's like, <laughs> all right, just yell like you're in pain when I do this. And he's like holding her up. And it looks like he's like got a hand on her throat and is like holding her up by that. But then he's just got his other hand under her feet to like support she's her. She's just standing yeah. on it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the fact that and Pan he... is just a hundred percent in on it the whole time. Oh is... yeah, like when he when he quote unquote kidnaps her, he's like, "Here, I just need you to put on these handcuffs. Don't worry, you can break out of them anytime. I will not judge you."
2: yeah it's it's like this great moment like he, they, so Pana's knocked out this guard and piccolo's trying to fly this ship but can't do it because piccolo's never flown a fucking because he anything. never got his license <laughs> never got his license good bit <laughs> throw it back to there and i there, did god then, when he
1: said i never yeah. got my license i the whole theater lost it, it it's <laughs> so good and then so it's
2: flying it's fucking jumbling all over the place And he's like, all right, Pan, you gotta act scared. And that's right right when the guy moves, and right when the guy, like, opens his eyes, she's like, no, I'm so scared, what's (laughs) happening? Ah!" And, like, it's so funny that everyone, like, Pan is, like, super into this bit. They get thrown into prison. The red are in prison, and then she just like is like, hey, well, yeah, "Ooh, cookies!" and like goes into like, you can have these. And I'm like, she's gonna fucking kill this guy, uh, and then she does. And then she does. Like later on, that guy tries to shoot her, and she just God. dodges ten bullets and pour knees one out in the for nuts. Carmine and his like six YouTube subscribers and his fucking pump goes Pfft. When it falls down, it makes a little poop noise. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah,
1: I did love that all of these videos were like publicly available because you can see. They were, and they all had like count. five, 12 videos. 12 <laughs> views. I love they all
2: that the production for Carmine got better throughout the years, that it starts with him <laughs> having one productorial credit and the like whatever six months later yeah. it was produced by carmine directed by carmine like edited by carmine sound by <laughs> carmine so can like bup, 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 and like hits all the buttons. it's so funny like all oh, there's so many funny little fucking gags throughout the movie
1: <laughs> also carmine driving around in his car that he has installed a bubble onto the roof of to accommodate <laughs> his hair <laughs>
2: Him fucking cutting uh, off another person.
1: Which which then gets pointed out by Hedo being like, yeah, it was really easy to see the car with a fucking bubble on the roof. So I knew that yeah. I was being tailed <laughs> by somebody because that just kept showing up. <laughs> such a powerful, such a fucking powerful movie. It was a great fucking bit.
2: Yeah. The the, the 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 only thing I will say is I think some of the animation, like when we get to big big shots like i think do, does fail i think like them first going the red ribbon compound does not look good really like, i thought it was fine i think it i, I thought it was, the
1: reveal with the fake thing actually worked pretty well for the, me the
2: fake thing is good i think it's when the car is first driving into it and it's like panning out and out and out Oh, okay um, maybe it's I mean, like that, this, there's it, it mm-hmm. actually starts just looking kind of like muddy is like how i would describe it okay like, fair enough just very like And so the one time I was like, oh, is this going to be bland all the time? And then, like, it really keeps it good... Every time, like, I think it moves. Like, the 3D lives for really quick movement following that anime just doesn't really do in 2D drawing. Like, you can watch any 2D fighting thing and... Or 2D drawn thing and fighting. And they'll have, like, more quick cuts to keep up. And this is... There's, like, a solid, like, movement to the camera that's always very nice to have. And I think they do that beautifully. The amount of dynamic kick entries in this fucking movie is (laughs) absurd. The amount of Um, what? Sorry. So dynamic entry or red hot kick is like how I'm going to be calling it. As I'm thinking of Beautiful Joe and like fighting games, it is the I'm in the air and then I'm going downward kick. That is the Leg pulled back, left leg Mm -hmm. out. You know the pose. Kick. Uh, Yeah, and it's called dynamic entry. Is I think like what we I think is what it's called um i think in dragon ball actually is what now what i'm thinking (laughs) um but i i just call it the dynamic entry kick or something i think naruto it's called that actually um but it's just a diving kick and they use it like (laughs) seven times in this movie i
0: think (laughs) it's a gohan
2: does it the heroes do it like everyone does this specific kick Um, but the specific one leg back, one leg out, I'm fucking slamming down. And that was like always very funny to me that that was super posed in. Let's talk a little bit about the androids though. I don't think we've ever talked about gammas yet.
1: Uh, I mean, they, they follow a pretty like tried and true dynamic of two people. One very serious, one a lot more cocky. Uh, the serious Mm -hmm. one is gamma one as played by Alex Lee in the, uh, dub of this. Um, who voices Zenitsu in the dub of Demon Slayer, as well as Neri Orphan in the dub of Vinland Saga, But I enjoyed them. I was kind of, should have lived. Yeah, I wish that two was the one who lived, because I really <laughs> love. We need two. more powerful dumbasses on the cast, right? Though I guess like we also have a lot of powerful dumbasses, so maybe it's for the best that we get a little more variety and have a powerful calm, collected person. Well, I don't know. Our only other, like, goofy, powerful dumbass is Goten. <laughs> and, uh, Trunks. It is like, uh, Gotenks. Gotenks. But we have a lot of, like, stoic people on the cast. Fair. But, uh, I just, I, I really Goku's enjoyed Gamma dumbass, 2. Gamma right? 2 gets more screen time than Gamma 1 by far
2: yes this mm-hmm, is definitely yeah. the gamma 2 is like your other side character for this film yeah yeah he gets a, he gets a full arc while gamma 1 gets a literal no arc yeah gamma he 1 gets to fight zohan
1: and then he gets to live so <laughs> i guess we're gonna get to establish this character later or not we'll see yeah yeah i i don't
2: think i think they're out for a, a long time because they said get the fuck out of here and they did <laughs> um, was the little end of that movie <laughs> it was like we don't uh, it wasn't like in a bad way it was just like you are now out of here we can't let you stay here because you did some evil shit even though you're not terrible but like bad things happen so you, go hetto, fig- you get to maybe stay you get you to work my wrinkles. Yeah, you're gonna go work in capsule corp in the fucking Antarctic division
1: Divi- he's, Divi- f- he's gonna become part of the alien illuminati conspiracy around capsule corp god that's such a I love
2: that that is like how they get him in is like it's not that Capsule Corp have done good thing. It's actually that everyone who works in cap was an alien because that's why they have such good technology. I mean, and also,
1: to be fair, there are strange people flying in and out all the yeah, damn time. but I,
2: I like that it jumps from there are some weird aliens, um, which I guess for, no one has figured out there are aliens yet, which feels so strange to say <laughs> at
1: this point in Dragon Ball. Well, Mr. Satan keeps taking all the credit. But Mr. K- they, well, they have I, Mr. No S- one-
2: Mr. Satan running PR for them. Yeah, but like not even that, like you I feel like it just at some point in Dragon Ball Universe, there are just we can just say there are aliens and people would be like, Yeah, you know, that makes sense. Um that there's some like some some spaceships have come down at some point and had <laughs> other non superpowered races be like, Oh yeah, Earth, we've come here a few times. That is true. Vegeta has to be a known quantity
1: to like no. the press.
2: No. Yeah, like, if Vegeta is maybe, but Vegeta doesn't hang around ever on Earth. Well, I know, but, like, out. he
1: has to exist, and the people had to have talked about him, because he's married to the richest woman on the planet. And smartest. And so smartest. he just, ha- so he has, so, like, he might not have a big profile, most but main. he has to, like, you know,
2: exist in the public consciousness, at least somewhat. I think anytime we ever try to figure out what the public sphere of knowledge in Dragon Ball is, it is a black hole of information. <laughs> Also um, true. Also true. No, no one knows. I, 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 Now that we're talking about Bulma just for a second, I do love that Bulma is just still the most vain person to ever exist. <laughs> yeah. Besides the second most vain person, which is Frieza.
1: Bulma mm-hmm. literally uh, is sitting here grabbing these wish-granting orbs that defy like the rules of reality, and she uses it to get a, a gift caked up ass. to humanity to do good for the people of Earth. And every year she's just ordering them and being like, you know, my ass. Could be a little bit bigger. <laughs> Both of us like give me cake. <laughs> well,
2: it's not, it's not a caked-up ass; it's a firmer ass. The ass is just a little more. And that's like firm it up, brother. Yeah, um, and also Les- Shinron is the wish is granted. I want to be
1: able to bounce a quarter off this thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love. But she's also mindful. She's like, but don't do it too much, or people will know I got work done. <laughs> yeah which was a <laughs> which joke just
2: makes it even better yeah.
1: there's a dual joke in broly that i love where it's crossed there's a scene with bulma like oh i've gathered most of the balls and goku vegeta are like why and she's like i was just gonna use them to wish myself to look younger like five years so people aren't like oh you got work done and then it cuts to a scene with frieza and he's like i want the dragon balls and like one of his henchmen's like so you can be taller right and he's like Yes, but just, like, five centimeters <laughs> taller so that no one realizes that I'm using the Dragon Balls to become taller, and they just think I, like, hit a little growth spurt. And it's so funny to see these two characters paralleled like that. I think that was the
2: one thing Yosh was like, is this a woman thing or a Boma thing? And I had to be like, no, I don't think any other woman in Dragon Ball is, like, Boma." No. Well, it's been character since the literal
1: beginning since the of inception. Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah. that's just, like, uh, uh, her, like poison as a character she's super smart she's super capable she's vain as all hell <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, she's the most vain person to literally
1: ever exist in the universe is like her character trait yeah and it's very um, funny when used for like quick gags like this and i think yeah it's another trait of like in the same way that i loved watching broly and seeing the characterization of goku hit what it should be because it's mm-hmm. like toriyama is writing goku again the characterizations mm-hmm. of all the characters in this were, like, where they should be because it was Toriyama writing it again. Uh It's yeah. like, you know, Piccolo is Piccolo, Gohan's Gohan, everyone is who they should be. <laughs> Which is not always the case when it's Toei's team taking over, and even not always the case when it's Toyotaro taking the reins. Yeah, it really is incredible how you can just feel the difference whenever Toriyama's writing it versus somebody else. Yeah, which has been a good note in the last... The the Moro arc and the Granola arc, they've taken a more collaborative stance. Like, Toriyama Mm -hmm. and Toyotaro are writing it together. Toyotaro is coming up with some of the stuff more often. I think it's like, Toriyama's now really invested in what Dragon Ball is after him. Mm
2: -hmm. So
1: now he's like, I'm going to sit here with Toyotaro so that when I'm gone, he knows how these characters go. But I'm going to give him some free reign to come up with shit like toyotaro came yeah, up yeah. with ultra ego
2: yeah the, the the one thing i can like definitely see in my mind you know like knowledge right is like i have no doubt in my mind toriyama was like this is piccolo's life this is piccolo at home this is what piccolo's doing and never wrote it down and just had it in his head yeah that's like how i feel about toriyama mm-hmm. and this is when like, he's finally like i'm gonna couldn't convince me otherwise to screen yeah, he's like, okay, now I'll just, like, kind of do it. It was like, yeah. I know for him, he's like, Pickle is, like, one of his favorite characters. He's, like, said this multiple, I think he said
1: multiple times at oh, this yeah. point. He said that's um, one of his favorite you, characters to write for.
2: Yeah, right. And, like, and in reality, you never really get to see why the fuck he would ever say that. But like I guess like it's in my mind he's just been doing that like on his own time like mm-hmm. in his own head he's just like yeah just mapping this out yeah yeah cuz it's like yeah, I'm like right. oh, I have a
1: very clear picture of what the life of Piccolo looks like when he's not like involved in It's a in
2: lot a of floating on a rock. It's like yeah it's just floating a rock meditating training Pan fucking around with Gohan like there is something very funny to him writing out that Piccolo walks up scratches the back of Gohan's uh window and that is Gohan will then come out, and he's done this so many times that it is, like, that is the nature of, like, I what Piccolo does. I love
1: that they showed up to, like, go tell Gohan that, like, Pan's being kidnapped. He's like, no, no, don't answer, don't do the door, he won't answer that. Come over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Trust me, I've been there. Yeah. I love that Gohan also just keeps the cape on and shit after Piccolo, <laughs> it's initially. He's just so into his research. I'm not and taking just this like,
2: off. Yeah, this is, I'm just going to keep watching this. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite thing. <laughs> I can go train with a special beam can on with this bad boy. on. Be sick. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll work even better. Maybe the clothes yeah. have something to do with it. Yeah. The only, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's a thing I just keep saying over and over again. I'll probably say it a few more times. I, that's what I like doing is, um, it is incredible to be like the cool thing about this film is like, not the action scenes. Like the only last, and I will say it's like minute, two minutes really got me. Mm-hmm. In the theater, of being like, holy shit, we're, it's something now. I'm like, in it. Uh, yeah. Broly, the whole fucking film, I'm kind of like, holy fucking shit, I'm in it. In a way that is like, blowing my mind. Yeah. Um, this film has like, what when Sal like, charges up his first big, be- or his only... F- like big beat, big ball of energy. The big ball like, thing. I was actually kind of like, wow, holy shit, I'm in now. Like, it becomes
1: like the size of the earth.
2: Yeah, and like <laughs> the the balls, like in like the three D animation, it's really hard to ever blow you away more than two D. And what you can do though is like have all these little effects inside of it, and it can feel like an oh, actual yeah. dense
1: object. It looks kind of like an oil spill whenever the two attacks clash, and it's amazing. Yeah,
2: and like that stuff is like really good. And the object itself, the inside of it looks and feels like it's a like a has stuff inside of it that's moving and that feels like very much easier to do with 3d i believe or like mm. what a, my assumption is and that's the part that's like super cool to watch um, but like before that it is just like a fun fight i think it's fun it's enjoyable but nothing where you're like this is it man i'm in the theater for a dragon ball film but that moment where like well, it finally kicks we did in, get a
1: kaiju fight we did
2: yeah but even that kaiju fight yeah, isn't that it, it's fine, but like it isn't. Like Piccolo's like, yep, it's a bluff. Like I'm gonna get my ass kicked. <laughs> so Piccolo proceeds to get his ass kicked. <laughs> like that's that fight. Um, but there isn't a moment where like fucking Gogeta puts up a reflector ray and bounces a fucking ball of energy back in Broly's face and like spin kicks him in the head and then charges up two balls and fucking shoves it into his chest. Like there, and he's like, well, he's firing like a fucking magical beam out of his mouth, and you're like, this is incredible, and it's all happening in like thirty seconds, and you're like, that's fucking nuts, you know? Like that film is nuts. I just want to make sure that's like, I want to make sure my that stance is clear. It never gets to that. It can't. It just that's not the idea of the film. Mm -hmm. But the stuff outside of it, I think, is like the best Dragon Ball's been at, like just having its characters be characters in the world. That part is, like, amazing. It's, like, where you're, like, oh, I fucking get why I, people fell, like, why you could fall in love with, like, a slice of life Dragon Ball for, like, a day. Like, that is cool. And they should do more of that sometimes. I don't need to constantly be saving the world. Maybe I do just want to hang out with Piccolo Training Pan for an hour. <laughs> um, that shit rips. <laughs>
1: honestly same i'm like i almost want more slice of life dragon ball moments written by toriyama after this Mm -hmm.
2: yeah Mm. like it's it's fun like that stuff's fun i i I hope they realize and i hope they like realize like we can slow down the show and just have those characters interact because that part's fun by itself yeah there's a part of my mind where like it's fun to watch beerus everyone to recognize or not everyone but the people who recognize Beerus has a type Mm-hmm. And what's her name again? I always forget uh, her name. She I think. She yeah. And be like, and beer is to like have a, like a turn to be like more, slightly more amicable character to everyone now. Now that like the lady he wants to impress is around him. And it's very, mm-hmm. it's like,
1: um, I, I felt like, oh, we've got a. You know, mentor character in Dragon Ball who is attracted to a woman. I was like, "Oh, is this going to go bad? Is this going to go?" Roshi? I was so worried. Did, I like. it, it was, was so, so worried much, with Horny Beerus. It was so cute. Like Beerus is just very much like smitten with Chi Lai and is trying to just be like a nice guy and impress her. And that's so much better of a bit than the classic Dragon Ball pervy <laughs> sensei bit.
2: It's a it's a better it's a better bit, and it's like. Fun for Beers is Beers is always just kind of like a dismissive asshole. Aloof, yeah. And, and no offense to people who are big Beers fans out there. Even I haven't even seen the Super movie. I've watched like just enough. Like, Beers is always just the aloof asshole and like. As fun as that is, I think it grows thin quickly, like that character arc grows thin quickly, so it's fun to be like, he's out of it really quickly in this film, to being like, oh, a cute girl, uh, why don't we go get you some ice cream and um, ever- <laughs> have a day off, everyone. Let's enjoy the show. Yeah, and like, and, like it's even yeah. better for
1: the characterization of the relationship of Beerus and Wee. seeing Weiss is like the one person who can t- pick up on what's going on. Yeah, everyone just- else is like, why is
2: this happening? Yeah. And like, it's just, this is just Beerus looks at her and like you just see like the shiver, the goosebumps shiver that goes up his whole body. And yeah. he's like, ah, oh, the mo- oh, it. He does have a type.
1: Yeah, he <laughs> literally looks at her. He's just like, I like her. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, yeah everyone's like, on the side what the just fuck? Like, yep, that's his type. <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which what Wheeze that means. Is great. What is in Sinclair...
2: here? I don't fucking know, but it is interesting. I think it's the hair.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say Ian Sinclair has a great fucking time as the character Weez. <laughs> and he is on his like shit here like he is so good in this film (laughs) which yeah yeah, we talked earlier chase and i were talking about kaguya sama love is war which the dub of that has ian sinclair as the narrator and just getting to riff and see his like comedy side Mm
2: -hmm. yeah like he i I think kaguya sama love is war and he's like the narrator is like half the reason that show works in its dub i know some people say they change how like the narrator works from the the original to the dub. Oh, 100%. I I don't know. That's what I've heard. Ah. But, like, the dub of that, even if it's, like, different than how it's intended, is so incredibly funny. And, like, watching Whis and knowing it's easy, you can, like, really be like, oh, he's a very funny guy. He gets, (laughs) like, how to actually land his points correctly and gets the least character down like again oh, yeah. like everyone's firing it's also i don't i don't know he probably doesn't say it enough but like everyone's firing on a full cylinder we said earlier oh, yeah. but like mm-hmm. no one here besides um <laughs> what is it um broly because broly doesn't talk in this movie <laughs> like <laughs> not really oh, Nah, this so is firing this is the cylinder. film
1: premiere for um oh god i'm blanking on his name for a second uh johnny young bosch uh yes, who is johnny now Bush. taking over the role of broly who, who's great so yeah Johnny Youngbosch, great you'd know him as Vash the Stampede in the Trigun dub, Lelouch in the dub of uh, Code Geass, or as the Green Power Ranger in the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Fuck yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see him take on the role I wanted I wanted slightly more Broly, but not because I needed him in this plot, just because I wanted Johnny Young Bosch to like get to show his his take on this character.
2: Mm-hmm. I also think he was Broly in fighters. I, I think Yeah,
1: he's super Broly specifically in Fighters. Yeah. And who literally has no lines in fighters. He yeah, just, just goes, yelling,
2: That's ah! funny which is perfect that's that is the broly <laughs> that's the broly dialogue I oh yeah and the he kills he it. The screen,
1: like, that's broly yeah boss shows that he can match the intensity and the like aggression and whatnot with the power-up yells and the like two lines of dialogue he gets to deliver are great it's just there's only two lines of dialogue it's hard to, to yeah. judge he he does it like it's a no small parts <laughs> moment where he's like obviously he's committed to the character and he's not like, also phoning it in speaking of like Great setup for character arcs.
2: I'm really excited they're setting up Vegeta and Broly arcs yeah. for the future. I think it's super cool to have Broly be this very powerful character who can't tap into his natural Saiyan power. Yeah. yeah I think his, that's a great idea.
1: Oh yeah, it's like um, he has he has the most power, but literally can't control it the I, second he's done. I loved Wees's suggestion of like, I know, what if there's a three-way three for all and Vegeta and Goku are like, look, if we do that, he's blowing up the planet. Yeah. <laughs> which is true. Like that's the, 100%. <laughs> that is what will happen. I mean, we'll do it, but like I want you to know the stakes. Yeah, if you do this we're fucked. Hmm. I am interested to see what they might do with uh what they might do with Broly going forward cuz Broly hasn't come back in the manga yet at all.
2: No. Mm-hmm. This
1: was the first time we've seen Broly again since the movie. Did Granola die? Granola? No, granola yeah, is still manga. alive. No, he might have not have much longer to live, but he is still alive. Yeah. Well, we got Dragon Balls for that, baby. Yeah. Dragon well, balls the Dragon Balls time. are the reason he doesn't have much longer to live. But I we if got a different set of Dragon, balls, dragon, dragon balls, again, balls. Yeah, you could just be like, can you extend the my Earth life? Dragon could eat the shit out of whatever Dragon Granola used. Accurate. Uh, I'm curious what they'll do with Granola as like a piece that's sitting on the board as well.
2: Like, yeah, like, to me, uh, the excitement in Dragon Ball is the ever-expanding cast and, like, their unique little fucking problems. Mm. And, like, I think Broly is such a good example of, like, y- you have to make an opposite side Saiyan interesting. Like, the idea of, like, you know, whenever Goku loses his cool, he gets stronger. and They've had to, like, start stimming that out. When Vegeta loses his cool, he gets stronger. When Gohan loses his cool, he gets stronger. When Piccolo loses and gets, you know, that's how he gets stronger. Broly just can't do, it is how he gets stronger, but he can't tap into that. He can't. Where he can only tap into that in little little spurts. His arc is ever needs to
1: calm down. Yeah, because ever if he ever loses it, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. He is just this time bomb now. <laughs> he's like, he's nice. Yeah. Like he's a ni- like the new version of Broly is not like a sadistic character like the original Broly was until like and even then, he isn't sadistic when his power goes loose. He's just rampaging. He is mm-hmm. like a tornado at that point. Uh, it's, yeah,
2: it's just it's just he can't control himself. He gets too lost to the rage.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because like Goku's even like, I don't know, but like, I, I mean we'll, every time we spar he still flips out on us occasionally. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what they do with that and I'm glad that they kept him around instead of just like killing him off at the end of the Broly movie. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't he like explicitly hiding from Frieza in this movie? Uh, Yeah, because Frieza the whole reason he got brought to them is Frieza wanted to more or less recruit him and use him. Now, it's a question if if Frieza still wants to use him or if Frieza just wants to, like, kill him off. Mm-hmm. Which I guess we'll see coming up in this next arc of the Super Manga if he comes back around again. Yeah. Which, I mean, now we're up against now the Frieza pieces force. there are on the board. So I'm hopeful that, like, some of this groundwork they're laying now, like, that they have a bigger plan and it involves more characters than just Goku, Vegeta. Obviously, Goku, Vegeta are probably going to be the A-plot here, but I would love to see, now that we've expanded these characters, both in terms of power, but also in terms of characterization, that we can have them have arcs and be an important part of the manga going forward. And inevitably, when the anime comes back, because I feel like there's got to be another anime for Dragon Ball. It's fucking Dragon Ball. Yeah. But we'll see, Mm -hmm. because there still is no official announcement on any kind of adaptation of like the moro arc or the granola arc yeah uh so we'll see when that happens
2: they'll probably they'll probably they'll probably adapt those eventually but like the hope that i think we all would have is like we'll let that manga go for a little bit and then we just have them just do the the pure those pure they just like fucking do them they're just like we're gonna go adapt those and maybe we'll throw in a little bit of side stuff here and there but not have a shit ton of filler in between just like we adapted it we got the good stuff all right we'll see back when it continues on although at this point yeah. if
1: it's like toriyama written just slice of life filler episodes I'm- if
2: someone said yeah someone's like hey these people are, they're, it's not just random people writing it, it's like this is the good shit i'm yeah mm-hmm. fuck yeah i'm into it yeah the best thing about this right now is like i was talking to yosh and everyone i don't know about like films i watch and things i like it is amazing to right now be in the dragon ball era where the films are killing it Mm, because right? like right now it's
1: four films in a row that people
2: have liked i haven't seen the first two which is battle of the gods and return of frieza i would say people
1: have thing. kind of soured on resurrection f with time resurrection but they still f, enjoy yeah. it yeah it's like not great uh-huh. but it's but it's not the
2: dragon ball z movies better than ball most
1: movies. of the z movies yeah mm. yeah
2: and then it's like broly which is going to be the best dragon ball film probably for a very long time um, I don't think that's going to get beaten. And then Superhero, which is a great film, or a good film, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very And good that's kind of crazy. Because I'm like, I was like, compared to like, what's my other favorite film of all time that has a continuing arc to it or show? And it's like Jurassic Park is like one of my favorite films as a kid. And it's like high watermark, right? And I'm like, I put them up there with Broly, and those films like being extremely high watermarks for things... As a kid, I like. As a adult, I like things I just really enjoy. Then after that, it is just a fucking trail of shit afterwards. For and there's no <laughs> coming back from it. Or at least with Dragon Ball, man, it it's it can stay up there. We, you know, we got some pieces up there that I'm enjoying, um, including the main thing. It's incredible that that's happening at all. Like that's something I'm like, I don't know how we don't get much of that ever. It feels like ever getting a continuing series to get like good movies consistently but right now we're kind of we're having it and it's kind of crazy that like we hope we can keep it up because it feels like we're always on the cusp of dragon ball coming the fuck back Mm -hmm. in a big way and it feels like this is one of those things where it's like dragon balls come back in a big way guys like people want it if it's Mm -hmm. good Uh so i'm I'm always here for it
1: yeah so we'll see but i think that kind of sums up our thoughts uh here it's just we're very happy with this film we're hoping it's endemic of what's to come but of course we are cautiously optimistic and bring carmine back bring bring carmine Carmine back back. and bring his youtube (laughs) channel back
2: this is either literally the signpost for like what could become the greatest era of dragon ball like this could be returned to z level of interesting or it could be just a return to normalcy like spurts mm. of greatness and eh, it's it was all right yeah i don't think we're ever getting back
1: to gt but I think so. <laughs> but i'm i'm optimistic for the future but i'm trying to keep a level head i don't know we've been misusing those balls <laughs> i wouldn't mind them doing their own like at what you call it the um black star that was the black star ones or was what was the uh dragon's the black star Star dragon ball yeah Yeah. okay yeah i wouldn't mind seeing that idea like them trying to do something with the idea of the overuse of the dragon balls has a consequence but we'll see but in the meantime i think this is a good place to to stop it so (laughs) so i I could keep going but then this would be well i I think it looks like we've talked about as long, if not slightly longer, than the movie runs for, so. Yeah. <laughs> which, yeah, I guess runtime. I'll just say, it's a nice tight 90, which you don't see as often with movies anymore. <laughs> it does not <laughs> overstay really its don't. welcome. To
2: it keep it, sing this out, the music's also pretty good. Oh, the music. first time I think we got Dragon Ball dubstep in here for...
1: The <laughs> music um, was great.
2: Ever. Which is good, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I actually like the electronic aspect they threw in there for the fight scenes.
1: Yeah. It felt um, kind of yeah. Falconer-inspired, almost. Yeah, a little bit, Which Which, yeah. like, this is the original, like, Japanese soundtrack. Like, they don't make their own soundtracks for these things anymore. So I'm wondering if there was some outside influence. Because I know, like, the Broly movie had a lot of chanting in the music. Yeah. And that was directly inspired, uh, the composer said, by watching clips from South America in particular of fans gathered together watching the last episode and, like, cheering on the fights.
2: Huh. That's cool. It was really cool I, I i'm hoping like from them picking up from the is as they're looking at what people like from dragon ball and just picking and choosing the best shit now like that's my big hope as we continue on like yeah they, and they, they feel like, like a, there is some level of listening to fans being like i'm really disappointed that gohan never got to be there and they're like okay cool we'll do that
1: yeah and <laughs> it's <seems laughs> <like laughs> on there? a global yeah. scale too like they're not yeah. just looking at what does the japanese audience want out of dragon ball they recognize this is a global brand now Yeah, and they're acting like it.
2: When they put chanting Broly in the film, and everyone—that's the hype shit of all time. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe (laughs) other people are onto things that would make these films good."
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but can we get an extension of that one shot of like Yamcha looking evil? Yes. Okay, (laughs) just have like just have nega Yamcha come in. <laughs> they did that in dragon ball xenoverse actually does that where did they a, really there's a side mission because like the whole thing is like villains are getting super power-ups like in yeah, various yeah. time spans by the villains and things like that and there's a side quest you can do where yamcha gets a super power up and you can unlock <laughs> super evil power up yamcha as a playable character incredible so the best does he part still suck what Does he still suck when he gets powered up? Is it still like a, you run up and one punch him? You can still, he's still not like the highest tier character in that game, but he's shockingly stronger. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Abnormally (laughs) strong, (laughs) Jamsha.
1: Thanks everybody for joining us for this very special episode of the Dragon Ball Super Podcast. Or Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball, WSP, fuck, I fucked it up. dumbass (laughs) dumbass <laughs> world's strongest podcast
2: world's strongest special podcast. episode about the dragon ball super superhero film
1: still a bad title. World
2: strongest podcast strongest podcast there yeah. that's the title <laughs>
1: world's strongest, world's strongest, podcast strongest podcast superhero podcast strong pad yeah strong
2: bad character <laughs> god homestuck i'm trying to hit the
1: uh, algorithm
2: oh yeah okay uh, <laughs>
1: god uh i don't know tiktok dance um fortnite yeah. Fortnite. Homestuck. Socialism.
2: And remember. Uh, communism.
1: Remember, go. it's called the your Mama.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's called Call
1: Your Mama. Please. She just wants to hear from you.
2: She just... Please pick up your daughter from daycare, Gohan. Please. <laughs> Please pick up your daughter. <laughs>